You are listening to The Recovered Therapist, brought to you by FreshOutOfPlans.com. I'm Jeannie Griffin, and I'll be your host. Instead of focusing on labels, diagnoses, and psychobabble, we keep things honest, simple, and hopeful so that you can grow personally and spiritually. Thank you for joining me. Today I want to talk about affirmations and denials. Now, in the 1930s and 40s, there was um, a group of writers that were called metaphysical writers or um, writers of truth, capital T-R-U-T-H. One was Emily Cady, another was Florence Scofield Shin, and there were many men, Emmett Fox, um, Ernest Holmes. Most of the men became well-known, and some of the women did not. But I ran across a book called The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Shin and began reading her works, which are phenomenal, I might add, And they really have changed my thinking and changed my life. And then I ran into Emily Cady, who wrote about affirmations and denials. And um, so I want to speak to those two things. In one of my other podcasts, I talked about um, our power as human beings to make things, not create them like rivers and trees and animals and stuff like that, but to use our thoughts and begin to harness those thoughts so that they have power. And we all know that, you know, if you wake up during the, you know, in the morning and you think, oh, yuck, 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 what a horrible day, then you're going to have a horrible day. We call that a self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, in the same way, the metaphysicians taught people uh, in the really, there's there's a, f- a group called New Thought Ancient Wisdom, and um, they use these old thought processes to harness the power, the feeling behind the the thought. The thought itself doesn't have any power, but when it is aligned with the energy and the feeling of this greater uh, concept. It can become powerful, and it can come into manifestation. So uh, let's talk first about using these lessons and truth or this set of affirmations or denials. They're not magic. And like I said, they have no power of their own. But what they do is they train a person's mind, allowing them to remember basic things that these metaphysicians believe, like there is only one power, one presence, and that which we sometimes call God. Now, during the 30s and during this metaphysical movement, and today, uh, science of mind, which is not Scientology and it's not Christian science, it was a, a group that came out of the writings of Ernest Holmes, used to uh, be called the Churches of Religious Science, um, have recently changed their collective name to the Centers for Spiritual Living. So uh, those thinkers would use this whole concept, there is only one power, 
and that this power of, quote, the devil is just man separated from, from spirit or God. A spiritual mentor of mine used to call that pockets of separation when we're behaving out of our humanity and um, not reacting and behaving out of our higher being, our higher self, and aligning ourselves with higher purpose. Florence Shin says there are three parts to the brain or the mind. One is the superconscious, which she says is aligned with the too-good-to-be-true uh, God mind or divine mind, as she would call it. And then there was the conscious, which, you know, we it's the appearance of what we see around us. But the most important part is this thing called the subconscious, which she referred to, Shin referred to, as scissors of the mind. And she went on to say that if you don't know what is in your subconscious, that's what you're going to be manifesting. For example, if I've had bad experiences with, um, uh, oh, just you name it, jobs, all jobs are boring, I hate my job, then I decide one day I'm going to change and go look for a new job, but I'm going to find one that's wonderful. Well, if I haven't changed my thinking, then I'm going to draw a boring, yucko job to me. And then I'm going to say to you, see, I told you, I proved to you that all jobs are horrible. And no amount of convincing will convince me that I called that horrible job to me. Same way with, you know, if all my experiences are my boyfriends are all horrible people, and I come away with, you know, all men are bad, or if I'm a male and I come away with all women just want money, then that's what's the in my subconscious, and that's going to be cutting out my future, the scissors of the mind, that one thought. So I can go and say, I'm, I'm giving up dating, forget that. And then, you know, I finally two years, three years later, I say, okay, I think I'm going to start dating again. If I haven't cleaned up that old idea in my head and I don't know that it's there, I don't know that I'm still have that thought and that's what I'm going to focus on. All men are pigs. All men are bad. All women just want money. And then I go on a dating site and guess who I'm going to draw to me? Yep, you guessed it. So... It it's, it's, it's important for us to pay attention to what is in your head. So that's where these affirmations and these denials come in to play. So the four kind of comprehensive denials is that there is no evil. Now, some of you have already fallen off the chair. Um, there is an appearance of evil. But if you... And if you believe that there is a separate entity, then you can scare yourself to death. But there is no evil. There is only one good power. Well, then why is it that we have people killing each other? Why is it? You know, it's because that person has focused on their humanity and 
They're actually inhuman to another human being. They're inhumane. So it's not that this evil thing exists separately. It's because they are not aligned with the goodness. And alone and unaided, they will simply run rampant in the negativity. And so man's inhumanity to man is all the evil that we need. Good grief. There is no absence of life or substance or intelligence anywhere. So these metaphysical teachers and thinkers believe there's there's life in everything. There's life in that plant. There's life in the wind. There's life everywhere. And one of the things that really helped me was to deny the, the appearance of something. Now, I had an aunt who really paid attention to this thinking in her mind and what her thoughts were manifesting. And I'd love it when she came to visit because the door to her room would be cracked open and I would see her in the morning sitting in bed and reading these books and looking up and pondering them. And I thought, you know, well, we go to church, but we don't do anything like that. And there was something magical about watching her do this. And one day, we were all in the living room, and she was standing behind my father's chair, and the news came on. And they were giving the death count for the war that we were involved in at the time. And she straightened up, and she said, I deny it. I deny it. And off she trotted to her room. And I thought, what? What do you mean you deny it? It's happening. Men are killing each other halfway around the world. How can you deny it? <laughs> I didn't ask her at the time for a number of reasons, but I now understand she was denying the appearance of man killing man. She was denying the appearance of that baseness of human nature. And she was trying to rise above and focus on mankind loving each other, mankind doing kind things for one another. We know we're capable of it. It happens when we all face some sort of catastrophe. It seems that we rise above the occasion and help each other. But just in day-to-day activities, it's man for man and dog eat dog. So some universal affirmations that help in the appearance of the negativity to change and use some affirmations like God or spirit or divine mind or oneness is life, it's love, it's intelligence. I am a unique expression of this beingness. I express life. I express love. I express wisdom and power. I am governed by spiritual law. I am spirit. I am perfectly and wholesomely made. I am goodness. I deny the appearance of disease in my body. That's one that helped me when I was going through cancer. I deny the appearance of disease. Divine will will always, always bring forth my greatest good. When I'm aligned with spirit, I cannot fail. And one more that is just universal. 
God in me is infinite wisdom. I know just what to do. See, when you begin to use your mind to declare that intention, to declare those words, and then you bring the power of belief and feeling behind it, it aligns with this invisible power and miracles begin to happen in your life. Thank you for listening to The Recovered Therapist, where we keep topics honest, simple, and hopeful. I love you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time.